Uh, podcast listeners of the Reject Nation. Hi. Hello. This, these are Hello. voices. Identify. Koi. Koi's speak. voice is John, this. John, speak voice. I am one of Koi's many personalities, <laughs> and my name is John. And I am Greg. We are going to watch She-Hulk. If you want to catch our reaction, that is up on YouTube.com slash The Real Rejects. Otherwise, just stick around and listen to our discussion if you don't care to watch reactions, because reactions are bullshit. Let's watch. Let's listen to a review. Oh. She got smash. They can't, <laughs> but they can't hear your new T-shirt from ShopZeroEdition.com. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sounds Citizen great. If you want to know what you're missing with your eyeballs, go to ShopZeroEdition.com. I agree. She's Ghost Rider. There you go. That's the pack she made. I actually kind of like that post-credits scene. I like that with the show, it's week to week, so you can't have everything be, like, the big, like, I'm glad they're doing show-sized post-credits, you know what I mean? Yeah. Also run that Wong knows how to drink. Yeah. Also, in, in real life, uh, Wong, Benedict Wong, uh, brings up food in interviews and stuff all the time, so I like that it's turned that into the MCU, so, like, drinks and food and, like... That's so Benedict Wong. Then he's an alcoholic in real life. I mean, there we are. <laughs> Benedict Wong. Yeah. I said food. I said sandwiches. <laughs> and ice cream. We talk about ice cream in interviews a lot. Benedict Wong. Great man. There goes Koi again, plugging the fact that he's interviewed Benedict Wong. Interviews available on Nerdist.com. <laughs> you got any more things to plug? <laughs> still got like some TikTok. time. There's still some few credits. <laughs> <laughs> Who else have you met, Koi's Koi? Comic Corner. Check it out. Weekly. Who's another unlikely friend of yours? <laughs> <laughs> that girl, the drunk one. You're the casting department, aren't you? There yeah, is no Sarah Holly fan. It's just Koi's friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I do love that uh, Reese Cuero is Cat Cuero's husband. No, the, the, really? The director oh. of this show. Yeah. No wonder. The director of uh, the glorious, I think she did seven of the nine episodes, and that's her husband. I bet she was trying to cast him to play Ghost Rider. Billy Walsh, director <laughs> of Medellin. <laughs> All right, guys, we got her to-do list up here. We're going to go through it. Finalize Blonsky injunction. We saw that happen at the bar. Something right. purple-green. Order highlight highlighters from... Oh, she's going to do highlighters in her, in her Hulk colors. Purple-green, nice. That's clever. Nice. Buy and read how to make friends and influence people. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both, Jen. Sign up for a big and tall membership. That's funny. Ha. Meeting with Holloway at 1230. Hmm. Plot points. Follow up with Blonsky's soulmates. Call mom and dad regarding birthday ideas. Pie of the month club is great. Order more chopsticks. Order those Cheetos you saw. <laughs> Stop, Stop wasting Stop chopsticks. Wasting chopsticks. <laughs> Color code sticky notes. Drink more water. I have that on oh my too. It's going too fast. Oh, Jen, yeah, slow they, down. They, they copped out here. <laughs> How many Easter eggs? Come on. Come on. Okay. Someone's got to like few. zoom in and enhance to be able to enhance. Get rid of it. That's where all the Johnny Blaze Easter eggs are. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 10 minute meditation. We're back to research precedence on likeness IP for Miss Pete. Find direct contact information for Wong. (laughs) (laughs) Eat one home cooked meal this week. I have that in mind too. Lee versus Byrne. Ooh, Kraft versus Soul. Charles Soul is one of the big uh, writers of She Hulk, as are Lee and Byrne. Lee invented, uh, you know, obviously She Hulk. And Byrne is the most iconic writer with the fourth wall breaking. Like he introduced that. And then Kraft is a recent writer. Soul is the longest running current writer. I think his run just ended like four years ago. Holy shit. We finally got a real Easter egg. Uh, Jansen, class action. Jansen is a big inker as well of She Hulk. So all five of those names. 
Oh, nice. And feng shui is an Eastern technique of arranging things in pleasing and, and, and conducive order. orders to help you think better. Much like the meditating. And feel more serene. Yeah. Which, yeah, obviously. All right. Yeah. John and I just earned our place here. Him with the overall broad strokes. Me with five comic names. <laughs> yes. Job well done, ladies and gentlemen. That's why we're here, folks. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, Koi's sitting on that side today. It's part of his punishment. You are, you're in the John chair. How do you like it? Uh, How do you like being down on my level? I feel He's, taller and mustache. He, uh, he, nice. he, he already nice. saw uh, episode three and four. But you I may was, have noticed I wasn't here last week because I was on probation. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> now this is your parole. I was like, yeah, it doesn't make sense for you to be with us on episode three at all. But, but you, you noticed there weren't really spoilers. Like I could have. Like I was. I behave. I told you, but I, I, you know, you had to find out for yourself. I know, but at the same time, I had to honesty just, for the people. That is the least yes. you could do is so, not spoil it. <laughs> but like the people now, you know how credible Greg's word is. I wasn't here, and then this time I, I reacted left, so well, you wouldn't was, see my reactions. Well, I was like, well, let's at least have you here because you know. They, they they only showed the press up to episode four, right? So I so like, I don't know what five is, and I don't know what to theorize next, which is honest. Yeah, so man there's no point in you being here since he has no idea what to theorize. Yeah, jeez, man. <laughs> like, no, I'm saying the now, I can, theorize theorize you. now I can theorize with you. Now I can theorize with you. You've had two weeks to <laughs> no, think about this two episode weeks to and what it could be implying. Let you rewatch it with us. So that way I was <laughs> saying that there's nothing I know that you don't now. Now we're on the same page was my point. Oh, you meant theorize next from right. last week. Yeah, to now. Okay. I, now I can All theorize right. with you gotcha. without any prior knowledge. It works. Page it like a comic book. All right, well. That's definitely Star from Lost Boys. I oh. love her. That was one of my first. The crushes. judge. Yeah. Okay. You ever seen Lost Boys? No. Movie reaction incoming. Uh, <laughs> so guys, I, I think John and I should give our opinions first. Fair. Yeah. I'm in the probation. <laughs> probation secret. <laughs> Tons cap. John, take it yes. away. Uh, I I will say that I was here for the fun of this episode. It, it definitely gave me. A, there are a couple of things where, yeah, in the greater scheme of the universe, it's a little maybe wobbly in terms of exactly how to consider all these characters when they're in this universe versus when they're everywhere else. Like, I think uh, Benedict Wong does a really nice job of bringing his commitment and intensity while still complimenting sort of the silliness that they're kind of anybody who seems like they're passing through this show is going to have to deal with some silliness. And I feel like that's still kind of finding its eat a little bit but i overall enjoyed again the kind of mad capness and <laughs> the way I, I thought the whole donnie blaze story while not as satisfying as a johnny blaze story was was wacky and uh at least hearkened to more of the kinds of situations we can see she hulk having to deal with even if him hiring her is a little dubious <laughs> at least at, at first but you can see how in the courtroom they're like okay it seems like we should maybe have some kind of law preventing people from just wantonly practicing the mm. mystic arts but uh but yeah what what do you think sir well i think <laughs> i think the first half of this i really liked the last half of this episode a lot the last half really worked for me uh on pretty much all fronts like i i loved everything with her dating as she hulk i thought that was a really nice thing to explore and seeing how she, I like the identity struggle it creates for her. Like that, that to me is like interesting character stuff to deal with. Of oh man, she's being like fetishized and 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 people are attracted to her based off of something that she does not feel she truly is. Like she's being propped up 
in this thing that is ultimately a, it feels like a guise for her in a lot of ways and is not not the real her and she's having a hard time being accepted and she's so she's on this like weird kind of interesting marvel journey of acceptance of herself and i thought that was really fun and the most engaging part of it to me and then the donnie blay stuff once the stakes started to kick in with the demons coming through and then the wave is intersecting with her dating life and then the action that was there I thought that was really enjoyable, and that's when the Donnie Blaze stuff started working for me. I let go of the whole, like, because it, it was, like, a little bit after we did that video a few weeks ago where it was like, oh, my God, Ghost Because everyone pitched it to us. Before I ever clicked on that video, everyone was like, is she the Ghost Rider cameo? And then I had to go search for, like, oh, my God, Ghost Rider. I just believed it was. And then people eventually pointed out that that doesn't spell Johnny to me. And I was like, oh, crap, I got carried away. <laughs> um, so I got past that pretty fast. I did not really find that the that interesting. I had the same compl uh, similar complaint. I thought I, they did it even worse this time because I it wasn't really like a major complaint of mine last week. This episode actually feels like a, a complaint for me. Is I'm not a fan of the way they've been handling the courtroom scenes uh, all that much. A lot of the times the courtroom scenes are feeling like rushed and kind of lacking. Some I want a little bit of substance to them. I want a little bit of like. Just a tiny bit. It just some what actual, is the actual, actual legality of this? Well, yeah, that, and then also some, some actual. I don't know if the right word is suspense because it's not the right word you want to put. Well, the intent, the emotional intensity. What I'm hoping exciting about the courtroom scene. I'm hoping yeah. they're saving it for a big long courtroom. Like I, I yeah. think pacing wise, it's like throw away, throw away, longer like six episode yeah. courtroom thing. Because I, I have the same problem. Like my biggest issue is that. We talk about how it's a courtroom show until we're in the courtroom, and then it's like cut to the next thing, and, and I want to be in a courtroom show. Yeah, it's like rushing through it, and it doesn't feel at all like a lived-in courtroom scene. <laughs> yeah, eh. well, I think yeah, and it, the, the last episode I, I thought did that too, but this one was distractingly not as like I thought I was able to just kind of forgive it easily in last week's episode, but in this one, it's like ah, oh, come on, this this scene's is kind of not that funny. A little annoying <laughs> and uh, a lot of flat jokes. So I'll <laughs> own, and, and I the only thing I said to these gents before we, we started, because I had seen it, uh, is this was my least favorite episode. And that's tricky for me because it was where we left off and the, the array mm. of episodes. So it's hard when you're like, oh, I'm feeling it. And then you leave, you're like, but is that where we're going? And it was a weird spot to kind of end on because they did show us the first four. And I was like, oh, no, I was like all about it when three ended. And then this one was like, it kind of left me like, oh, I wish I wish it had either been three or five because I'm hoping the next one kind of gets back on track. This one did feel not like a filler, but it, it didn't feel like it had any sort of like landing to me. Yeah, I, it was funny as I would say the last half of this I like more than episode three, mm. but in terms of a whole episode, it probably is my least favorite. And it's not like it's we have to rank weird. everything, but when you see it as a chunk like I did, you feel that. Like yeah, when you sure, walk out sure. feeling, like when you watch a movie and the third act doesn't land, like the first two, you feel it. Yeah. So for me, this episode, and like, I don't know if it's because, you know, we're about to get giant things in the fifth episode that it want like the press to know. I don't know if it's, we're about to go on that longer courtroom thing that I think we are, maybe starting with the next episode. It does just feel like we're, we're, eh, as it ends. Mm. Do yeah. you know I mean like, it just, I didn't feel anything. I wanted to feel. Yeah. Are you excited for next week with the Titania? go on the catwalk? The catwalk, Peter? Yo, you you zigged and I zagged. I was like, you sound just like that scene in Wanderlust. Yeah. I'll always take a little more Titania. I like the, I mean, at least right now, I don't know exactly 
what her full-on presence is going to be like, but I like the way they've been building her up in the background. And yeah, I, that's a kind of a fun, clever bit of her opportunistically trademarking the name just to create trouble and probably make a quick buck. Uh, and yeah, like I like that as a legal hook to get us into the next episode, and that seems like a a personal issue that would take you know some argument, and also we might find Jen in a position to need her own lawyer. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm also excited for Super Influencer because they've done a pretty good job with you know uh, acknowledging fans being like we need a Twitter guard for the weeks we have Wong. Like they're very good. At, <laughs> they're very good at playing defense while making jokes at it. Like the fourth wall breaking here is so good to me because it doesn't feel like Deadpool in that it is. Uh, part of your experience, but it does feel like part of the show's experience, and that's hard to quantify. When I watch Deadpool or read Deadpool, I feel like I'm a character in the Deadpool experience, whereas in S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. I feel like I'm an audience member, and then that's a really like interesting line to walk, and I love that they've managed to do that, because that's how the comics feel. John Byrne comics, a lot of the covers are literally acknowledging you, the reader, but it's not like you, the reader, are in She-Hulk's world, and likewise, the show is nailing that, so I'm excited for, one, Deadpool, obviously, spoiler, my guy, but two, I'm excited for the influencer element to also tie into our world, because half of Marvel's press is us being excited about things. So I'm really curious how they look at that in a meta lens that still is removed, that's still a commentary on without being meta-modernistic where it ties you intrinsically to the experience. Yeah, that's a good point. That was that was a thick old thought slice there, dude. That Thank was you. A, that you was earned a, your place here. Yes. It was an analysis. Seats I'm pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've earned it, Coy. No, you've <laughs> earned it, my friend. But I, but I do feel like like the, the, the beautiful thing about like the, the era we're living in with meta-modernism is... It's that sincere irony, right? It's that it's that wink and a tear. And what they're doing here is they're setting up for that option of you as the observer to feel like you're just voyeuristic enough. You're just purveying enough to feel like this is a universe you're watching but not intrinsically, again, involved with. And how does that work when we are literally doing the thing we're about to meet a character doing? How does that work when the world does start to involve laws that will affect the greater MCU going forward? So this is a great character to start to bridge that gap where I think Deadpool's going to go and where I think they need to go as the universe expands out. There needs to be repercussions. There need to be laws because I do think we're getting DODC being a big factor. I do think Thunderbolts are going to be a big factor and they need to make sure we feel like we're invested in the law side because we're the ones that observed it in a very first person way through She-Hulk. Like we're going to see precedents be established in the show that'll affect the greater MCU. So we need to feel like we were in that courtroom. And I think that's what Titania is going to be. I hope so, because they did establish the superhuman law division. And, and it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't it just all, it keeps feeling like bits to me mm -hmm. versus something that feels like a substantial thing or a movement with government and agency and all that. It just it's just kind of. I'm hoping random it's, it's, kooky bits. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You only ever see her in her office with Nikki or or in like the the deciding moments of, of a particular day in court, but it's like court cases are about breaking down and sifting through details and there's detective work in that. And I feel like the same way people get so gratified when like a Batman character gets taken out of just being gadgets and punching and mm. then also goes detective, I think we kind of need a similar thing with Jen. Like we hear how great of a lawyer she is and she wants to be taken seriously as a lawyer, and I wish the show would use Use that more as, as an asset, like you guys have said, because the rousing monologue, the rousing, you know, closing argument, the heated back and forth, like those are things that you want to really hunker down into when you're in a court scene and not just feel like, oh, every time we're back in court, it's a light bit and you're going to have like yeah. a kooky lawyer to play off of and a, you know, brash, uh, you know, defendant or whatever who doesn't take it seriously. Cool. Or at least exploring the complexities that come into play with infusing this world of superhumans with 
this old form of U.S. law system, yeah. you know? And I'm like, we're not really doing that. It's kind of like, uh, here, here. It's just like that point to kind of generic-ass shit. But instead of going, like, what is the real problem to solve here? And how do we how do we start implementing some new laws or something something along that path that would be just so much more interesting? Do you think how do we adapt our laws? Investigative. How do we adapt our laws in order to accommodate the ever widening scope of how reality works now? Yeah, and and that will I hope this is not just blind optimism, but I do I think this is like when you watch a Rocky movie. There's montage, 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 and then you get the final training thing that's more drawn out in order to fight Clever Lang. Like I think we're gonna get to the longer courtroom that's gonna establish the third act of the show next. You know, all the all the black boxers were not all Clubber Lang. You know, he's the one that had the best montage, though. I think the montage setting up because I just want to make sure. You, I just want to make sure you don't think all of the black guys were Clubber Lang. You know what? Were not Carl all. Weathers is in the Mandalorian, okay. which is, also is in. Not Clubber he Lang. knows they're not. Guys, <laughs> Disney Plus's Carl Weathers is in Michael one B. and Jordan two. Is not Clubber he's Lang. The, that's Creed, son of Apollo Creed. I'm gonna dance on this Rocky one, but the montages in the fourth one are a montage on a montage, which is like breaking the fourth wall, like she does here, because it's like 16 walls of montage. That said, I think we're gonna have a montage that land like these are like vignettes i hope it's more like establishing the tone of being in the courtroom so then when it gets to long prolonged things more linear audiences aren't bored yeah i think that's what they're doing i hope that's what they're doing because i don't think being a short form comedy absolves them from some of those legal uh, structures you know, and that's like what i mean by like linear audiences yeah. people that just want hulk like linear audiences and someone that wants like a procedurally show like that's a compliment like what people want and what we want can align yeah yeah, and I kind of craved a, a tad bit more of at least emotional heft with the setup leading into the dating side of mm. it. Because it's sort of just, I know it's just a lifestyle thing. It's part of just part of people's life. People date. It's a human thing. Every, everyone does it in their adulthood, most people. Um, most animals, in fact. Most animals really have <laughs> dating apps. So uh, that kind of felt a little like, okay, I guess we're just doing this now, <laughs> as opposed mm. to kind of d- uh, sitting with her for a while of feeling like she needs to go on a date or something like that, or that she does crave connection or something they like that. They tasted it with the, pr- the pressure from her friend, but I would have liked to, uh, like, one more scene. Or, like, you know, her doing yeah. something by herself and wanting someone there. Like, you know, like, maybe yeah. she's, you know what I mean? Feeling like, the loneliness or something. A moment of or, loneliness that or, isn't. Or doesn't have to be loneliness. <laughs> I don't want to say, like, but something to help support and a little bit more of an emotional investment into her dating life. Because I like, I think the main thing that they have going that is strong is everything when it does focus on more of the personal mindset and, and the emotional stuff internally with Jennifer Walters. That is what I find is consistently the most engaging for me personally as a viewer. And then as Koi hopes for more Marvel juices to, I actually, to flow. What's the, <laughs> give me Easter eggs. No, I, I actually Drink really like... me from the cup of Marvel juice. <laughs> Reference! Squeeze that Marvel berry directly Set into my jaw. <laughs> Judge Hannah, Hannah, is that someone that ever wrote? No, I, I do think, though, that we we want every actor that is so well cast in the show to get more to chew on. And I, yes. and I think one thing I've been enjoying in the show is, much like Emil Blonsky, which I was excited for you guys to have seen now, I like the way they reconfigured uh, him where like I loved his modus operandi and how that fits the narrative of both the old Hulk and the one now. Like it, it meshed. Whereas like Wong, modus operandi. Yeah. Oh, come on. 
What do you want from me? Explain, explain what that is. With the Latin. Oh, modus operandi. Like his. You his... think you're in a real courtroom, <laughs> Coy? Who do you think you're talking to? Is <laughs> this some habeas corpus, Coy? The yes, the modus operandi. <laughs> the raison d'etre. <laughs> Let me check my, my my pocket watch here. <laughs> Who do you think you are, me? <laughs> the reasons behind his choices, the motivation, his journey, his his modus operandi, his his uh, MOS, is is the the, the juice. The things that the man reason of the juice, the juice, the juice, the juice, Michael's secret juice. Guys, Emil's juice is very important <laughs> to me. No, but I think that what they did really well here is they have a tone in the show, and Emil Blonsky wouldn't have fit that tone. But you got these great actors that can turn that performance to fit both authentically to the Emil Blonsky we met and this world. And I think with Wong, what I want to see is more characters that get to still feel authentic and move the plot along, as opposed to kind of like the courtroom where it's bits. Like, yeah. I feel like Wong got to be Wong, but we also, like, it was serving the purpose of a joke. I would love to see the purpose of drama and a joke. Much like This Is Us, referenced twice in the show, they use humor and drama to balance a tone, as opposed to this feels someone like, there's a drama scene, there's a joke scene. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel like they kind of dumbed down Wong a little bit. Like, I feel like, you, didn't feel like as... you'd be a little bit aware of some of this in Wong. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a court system you kind of got to work through here. Unless, I don't know what Wong's backstory is. He's been in Camertage for a long time. Maybe he's just... He's also maybe been he at the Sick of Santorum in, uh, in New York. York. I like strange him. for a long time. Too. I like the whole idea of him being oblivious to the law, but I do think it's a little weird for him to be flummoxed at the idea that, like, the law doesn't account for, like, half the stuff that you guys do, and you got to realize, like, you know, there is no legal paperwork here, you know, especially as a and that you would probably need that if you're going to go to a court in America, <laughs> especially as, you know, with what he does as part of his lifestyle profession is something that is so secretive that <laughs> you should know that perhaps trying to apply the rules that he's laying down to Jen are not going to be the same. I don't know. There are sometimes with the talk there was like. What part of the joke of Wong is that he is speaking at a much more elevated metaphysical level yeah. <laughs> versus what the the law system is? And at times the jokes were like, okay, I, I get it, but I've never seen Wong seem like this. I don't want to say he's, dumb, but a, a little bit naive. He's <laughs> savvier than that. Yeah, and, and and that's what I think they nailed with Blonsky that didn't quite work for me with Wong. Yeah. The rewriting yeah. of Blonsky's journey made sense. It still worked for what his perspective would be. This one did feel like a different take on a character, and and that's what I'm curious really? about with like Charlie Cox and like other. Well, you you even said during the reaction, like, why would he get a lawyer for this situation? Well, that's the thing is, I, if they had maybe, I, this is another thing where I feel like I, I liked a lot that we got here, but I feel like you could have split some of this into multiple episodes or something because I feel like it would have to be like Wong doesn't turn first to the American legal system and She Hulk. It's like a resort he has to take because right. other things aren't working right, for right. some reason or he can't just kill this guy or whatever. So, like, I feel like they could have done it, but I feel like there is a weird... I like the size of these episodes and I like the tone of a, of a half-hour ostensible comedy, but I do think that they need to maybe slow down and take a little more time to set a few more things up because also in the dating, like, it, I feel like this could have felt like the episode where she starts dating, but it just feels like one of the parts of this episode, much like Wong coming in, kind of blurs with the last episode. And, and yeah, I don't know. There's, there's something about it. it seems like he just met her last time and has like th that most recent association and then is like, oh, I have a conflict. I, I guess I'm going to go see the last person I talked to, yeah. <laughs> which is Jennifer Walters, instead of making it feel like a real choice, you, you know? You do know Jonathan Majors is not played by Mr. T, right? You know what's funny? Jonathan Majors is the villain of Creed 3. 
So it is Cloverland. So he is Cloverland. <laughs> I was wondering closed. if you made that joke with that knowledge or not. <laughs> like, it Doesn't actually matter. is Cloverland. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> you connected it. <laughs> Guys, it's all back to Jonathan Majors. Kang is in episode five. We called it here first. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, this was fun. It's fun. And um, that girl's, she's fun. She's fun. I like her and Wong. Yeah. She's she's at the next karaoke night. Gin and tonics. There is a very th- those LA girls do exist. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. dating apps are as bad as that because often those are on the other side of them. It's it's daunting. And the sleazy men that they portray in this show. I was so afraid that guy. He was too interested. Yep. He was too good. But only for one of he Jen's was... nesses. Yeah. Well, and I, and I hope they continue to discuss that because that's got to be a real thing. Like the second she she signs up as She Hulk, the whole time I was wondering, is this guy, does he actually care, or is this just a kink? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Find your find yourself a man that loves you as Jen and Shulky. I date both. Yeah. Well, that's the, in I feel a like second. most. I feel like most guys, if you're interested in She Hulk, then you would be psyched because it's kind of like you get two people. Yeah. At the same time, There's which so most guys would be things. like, bro. <laughs> I did She-Hulk. And She-Hulk is, yeah, they're, they're both great. They're both lovely. Um, swipe, they, swipe do they ever right. do in the comics where, like, they're different personalities? It's not really a personality because that's what separates her from Hulk is, like, you know, no, her no, no, you don't You know what I mean? Like, you know, sometimes in, like, 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 take, like, Batman Ego, for example. Mm, sure. Where it's like, oh, you get to hang out with Batman and Bruce Wayne. Like, the, oh, like two I see separate what you're saying. entities. Yeah. Like, do they ever do something like that where, like, the entities are divided? I think it's that they would Ooh. lean more Hulk with that storyline just because the, the safety of keeping them so different. I see what you're saying. Like, there yeah. could be a more, like... Sometimes they acknowledge that Jen is breaking the fourth wall in a way that feels more She-Hulk, but like not yeah. in a way that connects to a character in comic, because that kind of convolutes where the wall is. I'm just thinking about like you know being able to date both at the same right. time, polyamorous relationships. Yeah, They're yeah. Important. Is it a three-way if it's all the same consciousness? It's true. With Hulk, you can definitely date like five people at once. That's yeah. true. A lot There's of a voices lot. in there. <laughs> a lot going on, especially in yes. Immortal Hulk. All right, guys. Well, that's it for today. Um... Am I the one who kind of liked this more than? I think this is a lot of fun. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I, actually, I enjoyed. I really, really like this. The last half a lot. I, I did too. I was like, it's kind of rare. We're this on the end. We're the, on least, the one who likes it more than everyone. It's, it's <laughs> easily the least smooth, <laughs> yeah. but it was still really enjoyable, and I did like. The I'm last really half glad to have seen it, and it was fun. I'm just hoping things get a little bit more cohesive for me in episode five. Also, really cool to see uh, Billy Walsh again. I really like Reese Quaro. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's fun. All right. Well, guys, watch The Sopranos before this show ruins the whole thing for you. <laughs> well, it's too late now. <laughs> Here we are. Us. The end of our whatever else spoilers. watching. Plenty more spoilers watch that you can get Watch This Is Us on NBC, available on Hulu Trust the day me. after it drops. Show's incredible. All right, guys. We'll catch you soon. Oh, yeah. ShopZeroEdition.com. Get yourself a t-shirt today. Kang, next week.